Well, this is still in beta. Um, I don't have any topics on the list, but I do want to talk about uh, a thing I've been playing, which is... What's it called? Bloodstained something ritual of the night. And it is a... I looked it up before this thing. It's a Kickstarter, that game that was started by somebody who worked at Konami, uh, Konami, who has worked on the Castlevania games. And I have to admit, I've never really played any Castlevania games, but I have tried to play Super Metroid. <laughs> it's the closest. And <laughs> they're, they're the same. Yeah, that is, they're. I mean, they are what constitute the Metroidvania genre of game, right? The There's a big 2D side-scrolling map, and you run around all of the same places for, like, hours and hours. And you beat a boss, and you get a thing, and that boss says, like, here's the thing for that door now. And then you go back, and you're like, god damn it, where were all those doors <laughs> on this map? And so you go to all the doors you haven't opened and you're like, not this one. It's not this one either. It's not this one either. And then you finally find the door you can go in. And then you go there and you fight that boss. And that boss gives you the thing to go to that other door that you tried the first time. So, yeah. so that's technically Zelda does it too, <laughs> but Zelda was top down and this was a, and these were platformers, side side platformers. So that's what makes all the difference between a Zelda and a Metroidvania is the perceived angle. Well, the Zeldas in a lot of cases don't necessarily have a specified order to some of the dungeons. Like there's certainly some things you definitely can't do in a dungeon because you it's don't the have the exact same lock and key earlier mechanism. dungeon. No. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like way more like, in order to get the next thing, like y- you can only go in one direction until you get the next thing. And then you go. But I mean, that's also not again. really true. There are certain things like you might get a tool that opens up two paths and both of those paths open up a- another thing. So that might be true in other games, but not this one that I. OK, I'm- well, then that's <laughs> that's fine. Like I said, I've not played Castlevania. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've played some of Super And Metroid. honestly, I'm not even sure if any of the... Symphony of the Night is the first Castlevania that I know for a fact did this whole, like, get this tool to go open up all these other things. Which, uh-huh. like, it's... Metroidvania is almost kind of a misnomer in that, like, you know... I don't think the original Castlevania had that system, right? It just had, it was just more of a platformer game that had different power-ups and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, So it's Metroid of the night is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't think the other Castlevania, like, cause it was just, you had your whip, you could jump around and there were different tools based on like you had a second you had a your basic attack was your chain whip and then you had an alternate attack and that varied based on the power-up that you picked up and that that was that was pretty much it for like the nes versions of the game yeah Uh, couldn't you like throw crosses or something that was alternate attack number two yeah there was the the throw the dagger and and the and then there was just the fucked up thing that like collecting hearts lets you use your alternate attack more instead of getting health. You had to find food to heal. It was the first game where hearts didn't equate to health. And it was really confusing and annoying for, you know, an eight year old child. Yeah. Cause you had to like hit the candles and find a Turkey instead of hearts. Yes. Like that. Yeah. You had to like, if you like smacked like a brick in the wall, it might turn into a Turkey dinner and then that would heal you. But if you picked yeah. up hearts, all it would do is let you throw more daggers or holy water or crosses or whatever. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
so much of that set of stuff is the same in this game. And it's, you've got your main attack, which is, I don't know, some kind of regular weapon. And then you've got a magic attack that you can aim, and then a magic attack that you can't really aim. It just kind of shoots uh, in some whatever pattern. And then you've got a magic thing that is not really it's more of a defensive thing most of the time and then you can also have a familiar now the familiar Uh, is definitely a sympathy night thing yeah okay so this sounds like it's just the guy was like i'm gonna just make sympathy the night again but it's not gonna be as good well did you ever even play symphony of the night no. See, so Symphony of the Night, you didn't even play as uh, a, you know, the guy with the whip. The, um, no, you played as the Dracula you played backwards, as Al- right? Yes, Dra- <laughs> yes, you played as Dracula backwards. Uh, yes, Alucard, son of Dracula. Because, you know, that's how all parents name their children, is they just take their name, write it backwards, and that's their child's name. Yeah, and that's why we only ever have two names for children. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's just, it's just Dracula back and forth throughout time. Yeah. If you look at the genealogy, that's how it works out. <laughs> you're either a Dracula or you're an Alucard. Yeah. And you have to take the Buzz Quiz feed to find uh, Buzzfeed quiz to find out which one you are. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> what's weird is like backwards Dracula. He does not like spitting blood out of his teeth. Or anything, you know. <laughs> He's just a regular vampire, right? Half a vampire. His Half mother vampire. was human. Oh, okay. So he's kind of like a blade in that respect. Right. And, you know, whose father was obviously named Edalb. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> that's canon now, by the way, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, his father's Edalb. Edalb. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. What, what, so, can he walk like in the sun and everything, like Blade, or does he kind of just suck? Yeah, I, I think he's a daywalker. I feel like I walked around in the daytime in some spots in the in the game. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think he's a daywalker. And like stronger and whatnot than a regular human, and yeah, but like as you go around, like you pick up vampire powers as you kill other like bosses and horrible things. Oh, okay, so you kind of Mega Man vampires, kind of, but it's not like you know you go use Earth Man's power to defeat Bubble to defeat Bubble Man or. Uh-huh whatever right like and th- nobody quote me on that that's a total bullshit just guess at like a set of things i don't know if, i don't know if there's even an earth man uh but no it's it's uh yeah it's just like you know you kill this guy and now you get the power to turn into mist for like two seconds and that gives you the ability to like pass through a couple of walls that are made of you know iron bars and that gets you into a new area of the map kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so this game has that element of, like, you defeat this boss, and that gives you double jump. You defeat this boss, and that gives you, I don't know, some other thing. Some other thing that's like double jump. Um, oh, it lets you, like, flip the map over, and so gravity's reverse. And, uh, but all that stuff's, like, fine right it's like that's okay i guess it's just a side-scrolling platformer you hit people with things but then um they they have this like really a lot of crafting stuff and stats and rpg stuff and i think i feel like a lot of that is kind of worthless like it 
it's sort of like when we were talking about the ascent, how like you you don't really need all of these numbers to go up because by and large, like what you're doing is I feel like the reason the numbers go up is so that the backtracking that sucks is like faster to get through. Like you don't have to sit there and like think, oh, I got to like hit this guy five times. I've got to like make sure I hit this bat. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and, and like getting around this guy is such a pain in the butt because, you know, he takes, you know, seven arrows to the face. And instead, like, then you're just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just walk through here and like hit everybody once because I've got this like higher powered sword or something. And so, mm-hmm. and you're going to run through that place a million times because you have to like go th- back and forth through that same spot over and over and over again. And that's the reason I think they have all these stats because. Because there's no teleportation system. There, there, I is, mean, a tele- there, is, a, there is a fast travel system, but it doesn't save you enough time. And so. Awesome. you. Still I mean, that was like, the thing. The Ascent had a taxi system too. Yeah. But again, like the taxi system took you to like very few places on the map. And so you still had to just like trudge through worst dudes. Uber ever. Zero stars. <laughs> like it, I still had to kill mur- I I had to murder 50 guys to get to the spot that I really wanted to because the Uber guy dropped me off too soon. Don't yeah. you hate it when that happens? And it's like, I wanted to go two streets over. It's like, well, Sorry, you're going to have to kill 50 men to get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not getting a tip from me, that's for sure. No. So, and then there's also this, like, food-making system that is, like, just, they have, like, potions to heal you, but you can only carry five potions. And you can carry as much food as you can make, apparently. Uh-huh. And what does food do? It heals you. But if you eat food, the first time you eat a kind of food, it boosts some stats depending on the food you make. And then there's like a temporary boost maybe to some stats when you eat it as well. And the thing is, is like you you can you can make, you know, uh a thing of like macaroni and cheese and and eat that and it heals you a little bit but obviously the more your numbers go up the more food you're going to have to eat in order to like heal yourself up so by the time i'm like i'm towards the end of the game i still haven't beaten this game i'm in like i'm playing it for like 17 hours and i'm just i'm so tired of it because like the actual gameplay itself has not changed fundamentally for me at all I've just like found early on, I found like the two magic things that work well and was like, fine, whatever. I'll just upgrade these because I I have such finite resources to like spend on this crap. And I don't want to go around grinding because that's the worst part of the game. (laughs) I just want to get done with it. And I thought it was going to be shorter. But now I'm like, I'm too deep. I'm too deep in. I have to finish it because I'm like too like two bosses away from beating this thing. Uh, And so, yeah, so I I have to, I have to go around and like the food, the food ingredients are so scarce too. Like the the stuff that you have, the stuff you want to get to make the good stuff, you got to get from like enemy drops and they're not dropping it. And so like I go and I have to like make all this food and all I'm doing is like making a bunch of cheap food. It's like, yeah, just, more rice rolls, more rice rolls. That's all I got. And so I can, I can, I can, I can make like 17 things of rice rolls. And so then when I'm in a boss fight, it's like, all right, how much do I have to get back up to half health? I can eat nine things of rice. And I eat all the things of rice. And then that's it, right? Like I have to like sit there and, and eat like a dozen rice rolls to heal myself. But I'm like, well, maybe I just use the potion for this one. Cause the potion is going to bring me up. I just use three of those. And then I'm up to half health, but I can only hold five. Why can I only hold five potions? I've got a million dollars, but I don't have enough money to buy ingredients to make the food that I want because I've got 
all the ingredients I can purchase from this lady. I have to go out and do other bullshit stuff to find like tomatoes that drop from an enemy. And that's how I'm going to make my spaghetti and meatballs. Right. And that's, (laughs) it's such a pain in the ass. Like, why is it so annoying to make all this food? That's the only thing that heals me worth a damn. So yeah, this game's just a, it's just a pain in the butt. And and it's like this two and a half D, like three D artwork stuff that is just kind of shoddily done. Like the the art, it's like they hired a bunch of like okay modelers and like modelers and texture people, right? And they got them to make stuff that looks pretty good to match a visual aesthetic. But then they didn't really hire anybody who was good at animation or doing sound. And so like this. Other, you know, big part of making the game feel like high quality is just like gone. Right. And so if you like take a screenshot of it, like, okay, yeah, it looks nice. Just, you know, don't watch yeah, it. Yeah. I listen uh, to it. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember the Kickstarter, like when it was starting a while back or whatever. And like it had good promise. But again, I think it was just screenshots at the time. But then, like, I watched the uh, the trailer for it, and I was just like, "Ugh!" It was, I I don't know something about the the that that two point five D or whatever. Something about it. It was just. It was. I don't know if uncanny valley is the right term, but it was like the like. It was in that like. It was outside of the unsucky valley. I don't know because it was just like. Just in that area of like something is just very unpleasant about the visuals, and I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to put a finger on it. Oh, oh, and the other thing is they've got this one this this one piece of their combat mechanics that is this like it's just a back step, right? And that's all it is. That's like. For most of the game, that's your defensive move is like hop backwards, which isn't any good at all because you have to be facing the enemy to hop backwards. But if the enemy's coming at me, I'm probably running the other way. And then what do I get? What can I do? Hop backwards. And that's towards the enemy. So, like, I can't face the enemy. And retreat and hop backwards. Like I can. And so oftentimes I end up just like hopping into the enemy because I'm like, oh, I want to go this other way. Hop. Nope. I'm hopping into the enemy. This sucks. And like touching enemies hurts you. So then I get, I sometimes get stun locked in the enemies for a little bit because I get hit by the enemy. So my person goes like, uh, and sits there and I can't move while they're in pain for a little bit. But then the timer wears out. And then I get hit again by standing in the enemy. And so I go, uh, and I'm standing. And so the enemy has to move out of me most of the time. And then I can move again. So I probably get like three free hits of just like standing in me <laughs> because I, and then you got to eat all your rice rolls dodge again. move. that sucks. And it's not a dodge. <laughs> you got to eat all your rice rolls yeah. again. But it's not even, it's not even like, it doesn't even have, as far as I can tell, any like invincibility frames or anything like that. So it's not even like it's a real It's a feint. Dodge. You gotta trick that enemy. It's either. just, you know. <laughs> it's just moves slightly backwards and hope that that move got you out of the range of their attack. And it probably didn't yeah. because they can attack further than you can for the most part. Especially if you're just using a sword, mm-hmm. like a regular ass sword like I do. <sighs> Because that was the that was the kind of weapon that had the fastest, the best range. Yeah, all of this sounds like very Simpsonite-ish, except for right. the food crafting. Like, there's just like a buttload of like food that you can just randomly find. I don't think there was any crafting in Simply the Night. It was just, you know, you kill his enemy and mm. he drops like a ham sandwich or something. But it had it had like all the different weapon types. There's like you- daggers and fists that are like really fast and short range. But then they have like hammers that are like hella slow, uh, but more damage. 
Yeah, so this has like boots, so you kick people, daggers, swords, rapiers, uh, great swords, clubs, which are just like blunt swords, and uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 in my mind that made more sense, but I realized I was like. I'm trying to describe a bat to somebody who's never seen a bat before, and I'm like, it's like a, a it's blunt. like a blunt sword. Blunt it's like sword. a sword. It's like a sword, but it's but it's made of but it's made of wood, and it's like a it's like a cylinder sword of wood, <laughs> and you can't really stab people. You can just bonk them with it. It's a baseball bat. <laughs> yes, wonderful. So, uh, mm-hmm. what's what else? Oh, they've got whips. And guns. And guns are good for one boss, and that's it. Um, and I think there's a boss. No, I'm thinking of a different boss. But no, there's one boss where, like, you should probably use guns because he floats around in a place that is, like, hard to hit without using guns or magic. Otherwise, like, whereas, like, a, well, and then there's all these, like, ammo types that you could get. That's probably why the guns aren't very good for me, because I never bothered doing all the crafting for all the different ammo types. Because <laughs> you don't want to have to collect the material. Yeah, like, I can make, like, ten different kinds of ammo right now, but you've got to, like, go and get a whole bunch of materials for all that crap. And I'm like, I don't care about that. I don't want any of that. I just want to make the one sword that's really pretty good and just hit people with that somewhat fast the spells have an upgrade system too did the spells have an upgrade system no and i don't think there's very many okay yeah because this game has like a million of them as every enemy has the potential to drop some kind of shard that is a spell or some kind of magic attribute it's either a passive or an active shard and so there's all these so i don't even know what most of these things do but it would there was stuff like shoots an ice ball and i'm like all right fine i don't know the thing that i picked was like a thing that just shoots like seven arrows in front of you i'm like cool seven arrows they all do like 40 damage each that's a lot of damage and so that's kind of my main attack is just like shooting dudes with a bunch of arrows and it seems to work out pretty well. But I don't know, I'm going to finish this game and then I'm going to move on. I think I'm going to leave it in the dust and, and <laughs> wash my hands of it because I, I'm wondering at this point, like, do I just not like That's Metroid possible. I mean, style games? Although this one does sound like it's got a lot of like the thing that you don't see. Honestly, you're not complaining about the Metroidvania component. You're complaining about all of the extra, like, crap on top of it. So you should try something Ooh. simpler and see if you like it. Uh, I mean, have you played Axiom Verge? That one is, like, a, that one's yeah. not even a Metroidvania. That's just a straight-up Metroid. Uh, but that one's got a, a, a much <laughs> simpler system. Um I am currently playing Hollow Knight. Uh, I, I, got, I, had, I had a bunch of games that I never played, like Axiom Verge was one of them, and Hollow Knight was another. But uh, when I got my Steam Deck, I started like putting a bunch of those kind of smaller, mostly the 2D games <laughs> and stuff on, on there. Um, uh-huh. So I've been playing Hollow Knight. I, that's what I'm playing right now, which is also a Metroidvania. Um, type of thing um i don't know how you would feel about it like at first i was i was really digging it at first because it it was it's it was it's got kind of a cute little style and uh seemed like you know it's just like yeah this is this is decent you know but uh it you know i i explored about you know 70 80 percent of the world and was having a good time and then, like, the difficulty curve, like, went off a cliff. 
where like uh you know like the first like like most of the bosses and stuff i'm like okay you can figure out the pattern pretty quick and like a lot of stuff you know the first couple bosses i ran into like i didn't even you know it was just like whatever you know i as soon as i ran into them i i beat them on my first try but then like later down the road there's summer i'm just like freaking banging my head against the wall and you have to like i i go and like really specifically swap out like uh my equipment like it's a very simple equipment system there's just these like little accessory things that um have a different size like you've got so many notches that you can equip accessories on and each one does different things and the value of the accessory is how many notches it consumes so like something that takes one notch is pretty minor effect but something that takes three or four is a really big effect and you gain more notch slots as you explore the world and find things but i uh yeah so i got to some areas where i'm just like oh frick this boss is a pain in the ass i gotta build like stop using my default setup and like build something specifically to kick this stupid thing's ass but now I'm like I, I've I've gotten pretty far now, and I I'm in this one spot that like it's uh like it's obviously it's a platforming game and it's got pretty good platforming but like I'm in this one spot where it's like freaking hell total nonsense douchebaggery nightmare bullshit platforming with like all these freaking saw blades and crap and it's like you have to. Sp- make 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 your way through this like 10 minutes of of like jumping around and going through these like ridiculous must be perfect timed jumps and then if you fail you have to start the whole thing over again because the save point is back at the very very beginning and it's just like ugh, it's freaking pain in the ass and uh i'm assuming this is probably one of the worst parts of the game but i don't it, it might get more horrible who knows and then there are some Ooh. bosses that are just like oh this is freaking ridiculous and uh there's also like uh i found an arena and the arena like you know like some arenas are like here let's we're gonna throw some couple of waves of, of things at you to to kill right uh this one is like here yeah. here's like a solid like 15 minutes of fighting stuff and if you die then you have to start the entire thing over it yeah Ugh. yeah i don't i don't there's there's some of those situations in games where like it it's not uh like you can demonstrate that you've like mastered the pattern or mastered like some aspect of the thing through like, you know, either that through the combat system or something. But when it becomes like endure this thing that you have to like do perfectly for like yeah, half an it's hour, freaking, it's I'm like it's man, pretty, it's pretty, it, it's gotten pretty frigging <laughs> grueling. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is what the fuck am I doing? Like, because <laughs> you know, it's like I'll, I'll get I get through like oh this section is pretty fucking douchebag, and then I get through it, and it's like here's another one. I'm like. And then I get through like five of them. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, here, there's three more. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, like I, I finally, like the, the map that I'm in right now, there's like two paths of this like bullshit that I have to get through. And I got like, when I finally got to the last one, like there was this one spot that I died on over and over and over again. And I finally got through that. And then there was more. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I forget what game I've been playing. I was playing more recently, but yeah, it was just that that kind of scenario of just like my. I was just so tired of of going through this section and being like, okay, I've got to like do this, you know. And it was stuff like making sure your attack and parry timings and stuff were like exacting, so that you would you would just like never take. And like any, any damage basically. Yeah. So, so uh, and that's like 
how perfect you have to be about doing these things to be like, okay, I actually made it through this whole section. I mean, and this is, and I don't want to play yeah, this anymore. And, and, <laughs> and the thing is, this is this is coming from someone who got, I think, I got the platinum trophy in freaking Elden Ring, saying that like this uh-huh. game that I'm playing is like too grueling and punishing, right? So that tells you the amount of tolerance I have for bullshit in video games. And then this one is pissing me off. So <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, it's like a it, freaking Mario maker level yeah. of crap that I had to get through. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got that Kaizo Mario, uh, <laughs> degree of difficulty. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not big into that. Anyway, don't play, don't play, uh, hollow Knight as your, metroidvania experience i uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot there's a lot of options that are uh if you haven't played symphony of the night that's a good one it's uh and i mean it's what from like 1995 even something one of one of those two years and it yeah, that was a PlayStation One game. It yeah, came out. An old I think it beat Final Fantasy VII game, right? for Game of the Year. That tells wow. you something. But I think it still holds up. Yeah, I think the game I was going to move on to was um, that Returnal game because they just released that on PC a little while ago. And part of it is like, oh yeah, I was so sort of interested in playing that game, um, and was hoping they were going to release it on PC because I don't want to play a third-person shooter on the console if I can avoid it. But also because it like got a lot of accolades for the sound design stuff in there, and so it is sort of like a work-related endeavor as well. Um, so it's like kind of serving multiple purposes. That's probably what I'm going to move on to after this. Which... Maybe it's not the best move because I've heard that game is also pretty like difficulty and like <laughs> run based. And so it's like, oh, cool. I'm complaining about like running through these same areas of over and over again, fighting the same enemies and like, yeah, yeah, go to a roguelike. I, uh, next. That's what you want yeah, there was a <laughs> there was this game that I got because it, it had really cool looking graphics called Wizard of Legend. And it's got a really it's got a lot of it's a you're you're like some kind of freaking combat wizard and it's the gameplay is kind of fun but it's a the like the the second second gameplay is fun but like it's a roguelike kind of thing so it's Mm -hmm. really it's just like a meat grinder like you're supposed to die a bunch of times and not make it through but like i i don't enjoy that style of game i guess where it's like I mean, it's basically just endure this horrible gauntlet and there's not really, it doesn't really have enough tools to make it easier, right? Like basically you can buy, the only mechanics are you can buy new spells and new equipment, but I've already got like, like you have a robe and one accessory and then like four spells that you can take in and that's it. Like that's all you can ever swap out. So. You can only swap that stuff out so much to get better, right? And so, like, I'm pretty much at the cap of how good I'm ever going to be. So now it's just, like, get better at the game, and that's not enough motivation for me to keep playing it long enough to, like, get through a gauntlet of stuff, like, I need, I need, I need, I need a greater sense of progression in my games to keep me playing i think that's where the game like hades excels at the roguelite experience because it you you're both unlocking things gameplay wise through the different boons and stuff that you can find and all of that stuff is uh like randomized as you go through so the combinations you're going to get and like how you have to play the the run is different every time and then, you know, you're also upgrading those weapons 
that you have and the boons that you get with the weapons are also right and that's but that's the other thing is like you you actually like your powers get stronger as you go through in hades and in this game like that doesn't happen at all you might get another spell but that's not an increase in strength right like that doesn't make your other stuff better yeah like your your run yeah you're you're progressing uh through the map but you're also improving yeah your yourself as you go and and like the stuff in the stuff in hades has like ridiculous combos like i remember like having some really freaking busted combinations of like skills by the time i got to the end where like one of the times like i beat hades in like it's like literally every single form because i just had like fired a crap load of like exploding homing rockets and or something it was just like ridiculous um so uh-huh. yeah like that's a very different game i think but that game also yeah and and then even the layer on top of that which was all of the conversations with the npcs right. and the story progression and all all of that stuff like layers and layers and layers of stuff to feel like you're moving forward with something and i remember talking to you about going through that game before and was like <laughs> yeah i beat hades once i feel like i'm done and then ended up like deciding to like pick it up again and was like uh no i guess it I guess I'm not done. I guess I want to keep doing this. And like, did and just ended up, you know, getting to that, that like final yeah. uh, ending scenario and was like, okay, yeah, I, and I didn't platinum it or anything, but I felt like I got like way more out of it than I initially thought I was going to get out of it. And I put way more time into that game than I have any other mm-hmm. roguelike game i've ever played like there's some that i've bounced off super quickly because there's like they made a some indie game developer made a game like like descent where you like it's like a 360 flight Mm -hmm. shooter through like mines and stuff and i was like oh cool uh you know a new descent like game and that game just I never I mean it's probably like this game like you you pick your loadout and then you move through each from map to map and you don't get anything different as you move through the maps you just have your loadout and hope that you earn enough money to or whatever to like buy something new yeah. that maybe makes yeah. you marginally better well the next run uh but otherwise it's just like okay. I guess well, and that was that was the thing, thing like repeatedly. the Wizard of Legend one. It was like the the stuff that you buy while you're going through like only lasts for that run, right? So you always start at zero every time you start a new run. Like mm-hmm. There's no you could play through a hundred million times and you still start at this exact same you know point as you did the first time. Like your starting your starting point never gets better. Yeah, um, that's part of the issue I have, I guess. But like, I, I wish that I wish that game just oh. had some of those like stat points and things that you hate from that Metroidvania that you're playing. Where like, and I, it was, and it was just, <laughs> I, I would rather just be like an RPG, like that I could just run around and explore, like with a world that I could go around and explore and stuff. Like the combat is really cool, and I like doing it, but. I don't like the the format. I'd rather it just be a let me let me explore a, a world and find bosses and and things. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, stat points and stuff are not <laughs> sure. something I inherently hate. <laughs> They're just when I play a game and it and it feels like. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you got kind of. It's just kind right. of like a. It feels like it's just their feature creep sort of situation where there's just a whole bunch of stuff in there that doesn't necessarily make things more fun. I guess. Yeah, like what it, what they could have also done is like you beat a boss and now you just do. Well, 50% I mean, like more the, damage. the right. So Symphony of the Night was just, I mean, you just literally got stronger weapons, right? So it's like, here's a sword that does 10 damage and now you got a sword that does 20. Yeah. Right. Well, th- yeah. and they, and they have that too, right? So they, but the, the damage, it's like a stat on the weapon that is like a, an attack value that you also have a strength and attack value for your character and so those things like add together and and so i'm just like okay you you don't need all of that right you just you know you could just have these fixed modifiers (laughs) for the thing or like and it would have i don't know I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't give you a lot of reason to go around and like smack a bunch of bats so you can get their wings and and use 15 wings to make a new shirt. But like, why would I, why I don't want to do that? <laughs> Bat. So Batman, that's that's a Metroidvania that you played through. You played through the Batman games, the Arkham games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Batman so, games are like a Metroid. Yeah. See, there you go. So you have played one that you like. I've played three that I like. And I played four of those games. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Arkham Knight? Is that the one you don't like? Oh, I mean, it's no, it's Arkham Origins is the one that's oh, like Arkham Origins. Right. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. That's the one. Arkham Knight had. Here's the problem I had with Arkham Knight. It was. It was the. Uh, they didn't know what to do exactly with the Batmobile, but then they did. <laughs> Uh, that was where you like just kill people with the Batmobile. Yeah, that's where you just like totally destroy people with the Batmobile, and you like yeah. <laughs> you like stun them into a building <laughs> with the Batmobile. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you're like, like you're like yeah. driving around, and you could like sideswipe the side of a building or like the corner or something, and like take take it out, like you're crushing and turning it part of that building into rubble and that same velocity and mass is hitting a human man and it's like he's not dead you say yeah sure yeah okay batman it's well right it's just like you know like like in spider-man right like you would you'd like web a guy up and just check him off a building and of course, uh-huh. like you would like, like they actually was like, here, no, see, he's like webbed to the side of that building until it dissolves and then he falls to his death. But yeah, but somebody, surely the police will go pick him up. There's a Spider-Man patrol that does that. But uh, but then like, what about the guy that like shot a missile at me and then I webbed that missile back into somebody's face and blew them up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you fling that missile back at like prisoner number six who's, who's only got you know he's his, wearing like, his armor is a shirt his, yeah. yeah his armor is his speed suit that he got from prison <laughs> <His> speed suit. <laughs> yes with his number on it and that's like that's it but he just takes that rocket right in the face and like he's okay guys it's he's fine right. it's fine yeah yeah uh, yeah, and Batman Batman was funny about that because you beat people up on the roof of buildings as well. And most of the time, the ragdoll would be like, oh, I didn't fall off the building. But sometimes you would just like kick the shit out of those guys and launch them <laughs> off like a 12-story building. And it's like, that dude's toast. There's sometimes no that, that right. was like my goal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was the goal. <laughs> But it didn't always happen. You couldn't, you couldn't, uh, I couldn't regularly get that to happen. Yeah, there wasn't, you didn't have it like, you could, I, I guess there wasn't like the grapple hook throw, like the web throw. Yeah. No, it would, I think you would just grapple to, you would grapple to the enemy, 
all most right. of the time, I think. Yeah, but there was like some kind of like grapple to them and then like kick him in the gut and that would send them flying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of want to play those Batman games again. Those are good. <laughs> except for Origins. Yeah, except for that one. Because um, that one, it was like... So many weird things with that game. One, it was just super buggy because it wasn't actually made by Rocksteady. But it was also like the main villains, the Black Mask. Oh man, Black Mask. Don't, he's just a like regular crime lord, but he's got a skull mask burnt onto his head. <laughs> yeah. Which one opened with fighting the electrocutioner? Was it that game? I think it was that game. Yeah. I'll okay. So now I remember why I hated Origins. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was because Yeah, it was because like here's two hours of tutorial where you learn all these moves and how to play the game and stuff. And then like literally the very first boss fight you get into was now we're going to do this like weird, like shitty fighting game? side side screen fighting game bullcrap fight uh-huh. for like literally just this one thing. And the rules and controls are totally different. Uh, what the hell? Like I, that, I was like so mad. And that's like the Deathstroke fight, right? Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Cause it was like, you're going to fight the electrocutioner. Ha ha. He's dead now or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And then, but yeah, it was just like, what in the hell? Now I'm just like, got to learn this whole new system in the boss fight. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was very mad at that. Yeah. It, there was a few boss fights where they were like, okay, instead of using the mechanics of the game, it's this other paradigm completely. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, it's like, I guess you tried to mix it up. That's something. But on the other hand, it was like you said, like, here's a here's a bunch of tutorials. Now, ignore all that. Yeah. Now, when it now when there's like actual stakes, totally different rules. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think I'm probably going to end up playing God of War next. Ragnarok? Once I get through Hollow Knight. Yeah? Yeah. It's uh, a good one. And that has some Metroidvania elements to it, too, right? At least the last one did. Yeah, it does. It's got a big place in, that you walk around in the same sort of lock and key. Like, you get, you know, some ability, and that lets you do this other thing now. Or and you walk yeah. past a bunch of a bunch of spots and you're like hit it with your sword or your axe and then Kratos says, I can't do that right now. <laughs> right. And and like they're they're much more Ubisoft in their function, right? Like like uh kind of like I don't know if you like for Forbidden West, which I just finished playing too, it was like, here's all these like little spots on this enormous map. Um and like Five of them are things that you can't do right away until you get the, until you advance the plot enough to get that tool. And then you go back and revisit all those points. But unlike, you know, your Castlevania game, you know, you see where all of them are and then you just have to go like grind through visiting all of them. And usually it's just here, blow up this wall. And then there's like one container inside of it that's got ingredients you've already got. Uh Yeah. I mean, God of War is not as. Well, I guess it depends on what your rating of good or bad is. It's not as bad about marking stuff on your map that you can't do yet, but it does have question mark icons for things that will be doable later. So when you're going around a map, you're like, do I have all the stuff in this map? Why does it say 97%? And you look at the full list of stuff and you're like, question marks, huh? Well, I guess... Yeah, that's, that's literally that's I mean that's stuff. <laughs> that's lit that's literally what, what Forbidden uh-huh. West did was it would be a question mark until you got the thing that did the thing, and then it would turn into a different oh, icon. Yeah. Well the icon isn't that. 
located on the map as a question mark. It's just like in your itinerary of your checklist of map stuff. It's it is question mm-hmm. marks because you don't want to spoil like, yeah. oh, it's you know you got to get your magic gas can or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you got to find all of the blue herring yeah, on this like map. that yeah whatever yeah. um yeah okay it's they don't want to tell yeah. you they don't want to give away that blue herring is what's next um because as we all know our norse mythology that's a big deal yeah so but it was really incredible like all of the like naturally formed crystallized explosives uh in forbidden west that like paved over you know, two treasure chests. <laughs> These formations took like thousands of years to grow to cover up this chest full of ingredients. Yes. Like, there's so many. It was just like, oh, here, let me go. Let me go set this, you know, exploding. It was just this, yeah, there was this thing. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was just like this red exploding crystal that you have to get a tool because you can't just shoot it with a flaming arrow. You have to get a tool added to your spear to explode them. (laughs) So you Uh, have to like go up and poke the exploding crystal with your spear to make them blow up? Yes. Uh, And it's really, I'm like, why are we not like harvesting these crystals and making them into weapons? Because they're like, Explosive enough to like blow up a building. Surely I could use them to like knock parts Ooh. off of. Because you'd have to poke them with your things. spear. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, if you but could anyway. figure out how to make a tiny spear attached to the crystal, <laughs> like an arrow. Whoa. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yes. So then, like, once you get that, let's like, there's all these little, just, there's just, like, most of them are, like, walls and a cliffside that then you, like, ignite the explosive crystal, and then you step away, and then it's, like, an alcove that's, like, just, you know, big enough for you to step in, and there's a treasure chest. Yeah. So many of them are that. And you're not uh, supposed to ask the questions of, how did these crystals grow here? or who dug this hole in the cliff and put a treasure chest full of full of sprockets <laughs> and like and like loose leaf clippings or whatever their their right. you know consumable crafting materials are and then stuck that chest here and then waited for crystals to form over the top of it and then never returned to it <laughs> yes yes the there was at least a narrative explanation for the robot vines that you have to clear out with a special tool that you get by advancing the story. But again, most of the robot vines just covered like a small alcove with a treasure chest in it. <laughs> yeah, well, and then that one, you can imagine that the robot vines were like... Well, they were placed by robots. Yeah. And the robots were programmed to become dicks. Uh, that's, I mean, part of the story's canon. So they're like, hey, oh, hold on. A small alcove with something useful in it. Let me just drop this here and cover it up with robot vines. There, I've been my asshole for the day. That will fuck over the humans. <laughs> yeah, the whole, the goal, the goal of most of these robots is to just be very petty about stuff. Yes, exactly. Do you, do you want to destroy the humans? No, I just want to ruin their Mondays. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of Forbidden West, did you watch the DLC for the Hot Shores? I did not. I didn't either. <laughs> Partly because I was like, oh, no, is this going to spoil anything for me? And uh, so I didn't watch it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take a look. I, I don't even know if I'm going to bother getting it or not. I, I never played Frozen whatever. Right, and I didn't either. And then I'm like, what the hell are they talking about with some of this stuff? And it's like, oh, they're clearly referencing the DLC that I did not play. Or something. Yeah. There's like a whole like tribe that I 
don't really know anything about other than their face paintings look like blue and white triangles. Oh, and that's the Ice Tribe? Yes. Though whatever their name is. Yeah. The uh the game does have uh you'll you'll be happy to know there's like the you can do a visual appearance for your armor. So like if you find a set of a set of armor that you find to particularly ridiculous or you just want to walk around in the Elizabeth Sobek outfit that someone makes you wear at a point in the game for the rest of the game, then you can make your armor visually look like that and wear whatever real armor you want underneath it. Who's Elizabeth Sobek? That's the person that... That's the person you're a clone of? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so is it just like so a, you're just wearing like future suit? like like future past <laughs> business attire? Uh-huh. <laughs> is like one of the outfits. Wow, future past is that right? Uh, it's our future, but their past, so it's future past. Yeah, business attire. Yeah, yeah. So it so it is like a like a future pantsuit or something. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, all right. That's great. So you and that shows up in cutscenes, right? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> and you can combine that with ridiculous, like, full head face paintings that you get from some uh-huh. of the, like, tribes that you get in there. Yeah. Does she wear, like, pumps and everything, too? Is it like that? Uh, I think it's flats. But it does, did, they did kind of look like loafers. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess. I mean, that's not fashion, but. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, oh, I guess there are a couple of topics. Um, E3 is canceled, possibly for good. So that's something. What, what happened there? Everybody stopped going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and by everybody, I mean like, like. Every all the publishers and like, I think it was Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, like everybody's stopped signing up for it because they all do their own shows anyway. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many other, there are so many other like game tech things now. Like, I mean, I feel like E3s. I haven't heard people talk much about E3 for years. You know, like I mean, it's. People still talk about things like there's like GDC and PAX and Gamescom uh-huh. and stuff, right? But like, honestly, E3, I've not heard a lot about in a long time. Yeah, I think E3, uh, I haven't, well, part of it was like the pandemic, like when they had to cancel E3 2020 and 2021. I think everybody realized they didn't need it. Right. Well, I mean, the thing thing is the games industry has more games. Like E3 was never really just a games thing, right? Like it was supposed to be like all these other technology crap too. And the games industry has, has since, like I said, you know, made, have created several other events that are just for gaming, right? So I don't know, like, like not like gaming and like shitty electric concept cars that we're never going to drive and, you know, new web browsers, right? Like that's, <laughs> what, that's what E3 was at one point, right? It was like all of that crap combined. Oh, I don't remember it being anything but video games. Are you sure that's because that's all you cared with... about. Yes. I mean, they, like they would show stuff like, here's the burger flipping robot that will replace your family and, you know, stuff like that. I, I remember that stuff at like CES. No, I mean, that stuff was in E3 too. Oh, yeah. I, it was. Yeah. Oh, I I need to look that up because I, I don't recall that ever. I mean, I'm pretty sure that like that's like because it's electronic entertainment expo not like i i don't know i just not like internet sinks and stuff (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know, but I think it was like electron. It's not, it, but there wasn't like that's like an and, right? It's like electronics, comma, not not like an adjective. I think it's an adjective. I don't know. I think it was an and. <laughs> I just typed e three. That's all I typed was just the letter e, the number three, and the first Google result was canceled. And I'm like, okay, Google, you know what's up. Uh, I don't know. I could have sworn that they had other crap at E3 too, because like it would be on the news. And if it was just about video games in like the early 2000s, then it wouldn't have been on the news. It was a, no, it was just a a video games press conference show. Yeah. It used to be part of CES. Okay. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's why I was thinking that. Yeah. Because it was CES because is, it was combined with all the, because it was combined with all the yeah crap. CES is the consumer electronics show, and then I guess they split okay. off into being E three and being their own thing. So that's that maybe that's what okay. So so we're so I'm technically correct. <laughs> uh, you're correct. You're correct in that video games used to be on display with burger flipping robots. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but. Uh, incorrect in that electronics is not is an adjective. <laughs> it's not an yeah, ampersand. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's canceled. So I'm kind of glad about that because I'll tell you, I don't know how many times your productions got derailed for having to make a demo for E3, but boy, howdy. Never. Uh, for me, yeah. never. Because we already had not cared about that one. Great. <laughs> well, it's a relief for at least me then. Because it was one of those things yeah. that like, you know, it's coming, you know, and and it's just whether or right. not the publisher is like, yeah, I guess we're going to show a demo at this thing. Do you guys have one? Because if you don't have one, you're going to have to spend the next month and a half yeah, isolating a chunk of the game to be presentable to the public. Yeah, I mean we we've done that for other games, for other for other conferences. Mm, yeah, but I don't think I've ever done one for E three. Yeah, and usually because E three was like one of the first ones of the year, it would be like E three, and like maybe like I don't remember if Tokyo Game Show is before or after that. But it's like E3, TGS, Gamescom, something like the game showcase, or I don't know. There's other stuff. And then there's various PAXs and stuff amongst that. Right. But yeah. One less, one less thing, especially in the middle of June, is great. Uh, so that brings us to an hour. Okay. I don't even know what we talked about. I mean, mostly talked about that Bloodstain game. <laughs> Bloodstain. Yes. Uh, okay. I don't know what. Did we talk about anything interesting? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that's, that's probably the most sincere self-deprecating thing about our podcast that you've ever said <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tempted to just make that the title of the episode just make it did we talk about anything interesting <laughs> fair enough well I guess that, that works for me <laughs> sorry I that was my way of saying, what should the title be, I guess? <laughs> hey, I, it's, I can't really think of much uh, <laughs> outside of me describing, <laughs> describing a, a club as a blunt sword. <laughs> blunt sword. Uh, yep. No, I think it's gonna have to be. Did we say? Did we talk about anything interesting? Like that's. It's just gonna be a question left open for the listener. <laughs> yes. Pay attention to find out. 
I can also just leave the show yeah. notes description for this episode completely blank and be like, who's to, who's to say? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're editing it together, so you'll you'll figure it out if we if we actually mention something interesting or not. <laughs> yeah, except I've I've already, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll mark up the episode. I, I've been doing that recently. It's, it's been like adding chapters to the episode, so that shows up mm. if you have a podcast player that has chapter metadata, it'll show up mm-hmm. as like our the different topics that we go that we go through, which I'll tell you, it's rough sometimes because because <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be like, what are we talking about? Willow for like thirty minutes. Then what are we talking about? Uh, I don't like how much we don't like some kind of plant or something. And then. <laughs> but then like, it's just 30 seconds on Batman. Yeah, well, and then, we and then we're just back on Willow again. Yeah. Cause we'll like return to that topic. Uh-huh. And so I, I like the chapter. It's just like Willow again, I guess. <laughs> Willow part six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Okay. Well, that'll be... That's the end of this one.